Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 163 of Soundwave. I am your host, Matt, joined by my co-host, Carlos. Yeah. Nothing happened there. We're all good. Yeah. Uh, how have you been, man? Uh, tired. It's, uh... Finals I'm done with season. finals. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm almost done with finals. I mean, they're done Monday is the last day for some of my, two of my classes, so... Universally, everybody's trying to get all that shit done right now. Yeah. Uh, I had... I'm already done with English. That was done on Wednesday, so... There you go. Yeah. Writing some papers, doing some crap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Been watching anything? Doing anything? I have not watched anything. I played... I finished playing Kingdom Hearts uh, Final Mix, uh, the first game, which was fun. It's been a long... I never finished that game. I was going to say, is that like a new it's, one? It was a, that, a that was the old one. Which, and Final, it's, uh, it's basically like Square Enix's... Uh, they took Disney characters and Disney yep. worlds, and then yep. they also tossed into some Final Fantasy stuff, and then made the original storyline. That's crazy. Yeah, I've seen some uh, gameplay of that, like on the the, the original the, one. I don't know about the original. Whatever they play on uh, Games Done Quick, there was it was a 3D one, like oh, a yeah. newer one. I think. Yeah, it was. It could, I the think remastered, it, maybe. I think they were doing the remastered of the first one, a run through of that one. It took me a while to play through it, and then I started playing the second one because I have. I have a, like so I have the first two, but I also have all the games besides that. Also, they were just oh, okay. included in the for forty dollars. It was like, oh, here's all the Kingdom Hearts games. Wow! In preparation for uh, the third one dropping after all these years in January. Okay, and then uh, how many? And they're games? all like remastered for high definition. How so. many games are there then of Kingdom Hearts? So I'm only <laughs> playing. I'm playing like the two main ones. Yeah, and there's a third other one that I'm playing. Playing, but the other there's like. Four or five other ones. Really? Damn, I did not know. I just thought it was the same one being remastered over and over again. Oh, no, money. they also did that. <laughs> There's uh, Kingdom Hearts, like, 2, then 2.2, and then 2.5, and then 2.5 Final Mix. All right, all right. And then, and then 2.5 Final Mix HD. And then there's a new one coming out in January that they're prepping Which is for. Kingdom Hearts 3, okay. which is completely new. I know they have, like, a, uh, two worlds I know they added were the Monsters, Inc. world oh, okay. and uh, Toy Story world. That's kind of cool. And like they've already released like the different looks for like the characters and the different worlds. So, huh, that's kind of cool. Uh, uh, speaking of video games, have you played any of the new Smash Brothers that everybody's raving and freaking out? I about? don't have it. Uh, I was thinking about getting it, but like, you know, it's finals week. I might order yeah. myself one like as soon as finals is are over. Just as a present for no? myself. What? Is Casey Button it or anything? Or? I have no idea. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. not really a good like single player thing. No, it's more definitely like not. A, yeah, it's a party kind of game. But yeah, there's so many people have been ranting and raving about that, and I never really got into the original one because I was never a Nintendo person. So whenever right. you guys played the original one up here and stuff, I'm like, I don't understand. I'm just clicking buttons. What the fuck's going on? And then Casey whips all her ass. Like I really wanna, I really do want to get it, and it's just it's a fun game. I'm sure just because I know I've played previous ones. Did you see that post on Reddit or Imager of uh, the cops came to a noise complaint and then yeah. they found out all their friends were just playing. Uh, I know, and I'm excited that they really like they they've announced like a couple of like the DLC characters that are coming out. And one of them is Joker from Persona 5, which is the main character from that game, which okay. is fun. Cool. I believe you. Yeah. It's fun. I don't I don't know who that is. That's all right. No. <laughs> Uh, is it? Do you know if it's mostly all the same characters that were in the other ones? or is They generally keep all the main character all the same characters and then they added a couple more okay people are still bu- there's still people bummed that waluigi's not in the game yeah that's weird why is waluigi not in the game i don't know uh, okay yeah. just because they don't he they decided like people don't want him 
I guess. I'd, and don't I'd, include them. I guess I'd play Waluigi. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. I if we get it, that'd be a fun uh, BNS plays type of yeah. thing we could do. Um, what have I been up to? I started watching the marvelous Miss Maisel. I think that's the name of it. Uh, it's pretty good. It's about a stand-up female comedian in the fifties. I think it is something like that. Have you heard anything about it? Yeah, yeah. I think every time I see like the, the image for that, I just like think it's something else. I keep, I yeah, keep thinking it's like uh, something completely cheesy and like legally blonde type thing. I don't know. That's what I was picturing when I saw it. But no, it's it's pretty raunchy and pretty great. I like it a lot. Uh, it has a lot of heart to it too. Uh, I'm four episodes in. I like it a lot so far. Um, yeah, I watched The Meg. That was pretty good. The shark movie that was cheesy as all hell. Jason Statham. Uh, yeah, otherwise not too much. Yeah. yeah. Music-wise, anything you've been listening to, bud? Uh, well, I had said before that, like, I was going to, like, get a whole bunch of albums in, and I did not get no, a whole bunch of albums no. in. Especially with finals week happening right now. We got one more week until we can get all of our top ten, but you did listen to something new, though. Yeah, I listened to uh, Death Cat for Cutie's new album, uh, Thank You for Today. Uh, what do you think about it? It's all right. I've only like given it like a uh, listen through it twice. Did you listen to Death Cab for Cutie in high school or anything like that? Not really. No. Okay. Like I listened to their last album. I think it was like that had like Ghost of Beverly Drive and stuff like that. Did that was that Codes and Keys? No, I don't know. They might have had one since then. Actually, maybe. I haven't. I haven't really paid attention to them since Codes and Keys. I was really big into. Uh, the one with Soul Meets Body onto it and everything. I saw him live at that time. Fuck, that was like 2005 or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I haven't really paid attention too much. I know they're touring with Jungle, which I would have loved to go see that show, but they did not come here. That would have been cool. But uh, yeah, you think it's a good album? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. All right, yeah. What do you got for us? Uh, this one is called Gold Rush. So here's Gold Rush from Death Cab for Cutie. When I picked this video out... Uh, I was sitting next to Ann, or when I found the video, I was sitting next to Ann. I'm like, has Ben Gibbard, he's aged, but has he ever changed his haircut? No, Ben Gibbard, he has not changed his haircut <laughs> in 20 years, but he has aged, that is for sure. How does the rest of them compare to that one? Uh, it's all right. Like that was the one like I've heard the most because yep. I've also heard it on the radio too. Uh, but like I don't know. There's a couple other ones I, I liked. I just 
I can't remember what the name. Yeah, right uh, the effect on that one kind of like okay, it's Death Cab, but at the same time, it's not. Yeah, like, like that was like stuff. that was the that also like was like kind of strange, but like at the same time, like after hearing a couple times, like no, yeah, yeah, I, I really like. I definitely it. like it a lot. Yeah, I was yeah. just wondering if like the rest of the album was in that same. Or it wasn't like, what I was expecting initially when I was like, oh, here's like when I first heard the song okay. for. So yeah, cool. Uh, you put a new Mumford and Sons song on last week, right? Yeah, the last show. Uh, they were on <clears throat> BBC Radio One for uh, Live Lounge. Uh, I was watching a Robin video before, and I was like, "Oh, right, she did Last Christmas by Wham, Wham, or whatever she did cover that." And then it went on to this one, so I was like, "Oh, okay, Mumford and Sons Guiding Light," and it's live with the London Contemporary Orchestra. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised in this. There's like they're playing in the middle of the stage, and then there's two big things of orchestra on both sides of them, and then in the back of them. And uh, it's really well done. So that is one of my choices. Don't just slip away in the night. Oh, don't just hurl your words on high. Because I know I had it all on the line. But don't just sit and I definitely think they should tour with an orchestra. I think that would be fucking amazing if they made all their songs into that. Uh, yeah, I felt something. I'm pretty sure that, that gets really expensive, though. Probably, really but still, I mean, you could uh, you could tour in each city and have like an accompanying orchestra. So if I like remember right, one. I'm pretty sure that if you get a position in an orchestra, you can actually make some decent money. It also depends on what and kind that's of like, which is impressive, considering like a, like a, like an actual orchestra. Has a lot of people like that the need Metropolitan, to whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like that was the London Contemporary Orchestra. I don't know what they they all look about our age actually in there. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that would be amazing if they could, or even bring out an album with all their hits in that kind of format. That'd be really cool. Uh, and the other song that I heard is Foster the People just released one on November fifteenth. Oh yeah, and it's called Worst Nights, and I fucking love it. So uh, here's that. <laughs>
I'm excited to see what else they have in store for them. I, I like Foster the People a lot. All right. Anything else you'd like? Uh, no. Not, like, I listened to a couple other things, but not yeah. like whole albums or anything but yeah, that really jumped out Next week, we'll me. bring up our uh, top 10, so that'll be pretty good. Next uh, week, or is, no, it's, it goes two weeks from... Well, next show, I mean. Next show, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. next show. You made me worried. Like, wait, there's oh, something no. else I have to be no, worried no. about. Next show, next show. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go in the weekly. No, no, let's go music news. Everything's <laughs> fucked up on there right now. I forgot that we jumped into the music news. All right, let's see here. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2019 inductees have been announced. Uh, Radiohead, The Cure, Janet Jackson, Stevie Nicks, and Roxy Music, Def Leppard, and the Zombies are the latest class of inductees. Uh, The 34th Annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Introduction Ceremony is happening March 29th at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Uh, it's about time half those people have been inducted. Yeah, actually. like I was like, wow. Like, so Stevie <laughs> Nicks wasn't already a part. This, this might be the only Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like induction ceremony that I actually do want to watch. If all those people actually show up to the thing, <laughs> like that is that's a good class. Yeah. yeah, holy shit. And then yeah, I, think, I find it hard to believe that Radiohead would show up. Yeah, that's it, they're probably at because that would be twenty two thousand four ish somewhere in there. So yeah, they're at that twenty some year mark right now. No, I just I just feel like it'd be, oh show up yeah yeah because yeah, I think in the past like two shows they've been in like the nominations every time and every time they're like yeah we don't care if we get that shit oh, yeah so yeah I doubt they'll show up. I'm hoping the Cure would show up. That'd be kind of cool. And then Stevie Nicks of course, Janet Jackson, Roxy Music, yeah, Zombies. That'll be pretty good. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, for the last four years, Boney Vares, Justin Vernon, and uh, Nationals Aaron Dresner have held the Eau Claire Music Festival in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. The organizers have announced that they're taking the year off in 2020 and will bring it back in 2020. While it will be hard for us to break the chain of momentum and the positive impact that the festival has had on our community, we have fresh, clear ideas how to make it even better, a statement on the festival's website reads. Uh, yeah, Kelsey will be bummed about that. She's been going to that for the past four years. I've always wanted to go to the festival, but Bonnaroo always happens like a week or two right before that. I'm like, I do not want another music festival right now. I'm, I'm burnt out. But uh, yeah, it should be 2020. We'll see what they do then. Um, let's see. Pete Shelley, the lead singer of the co- lead singer and co-founder of the Buzzcocks, has died. Uh, he was 63 years old, according to the BBC. Shelley died of uh, died in in Estonia, where he had been uh, living. Uh, the suspected cause of death is a heart attack. Uh, Pete Shelley formed the Buzzcocks with uh, Howard DeVoto in the mid-1970s. The band made its live debut in 1976, opening for the Sex Pistols in Manchester. The next year, they released uh, Spiral Scratch EP, and they went on to release three more albums after their breakups, uh, before their breakup in 1981. Uh, they're pretty influential on uh, the kind of alternative music scene. They got a lot of good hits. But yeah, rest in peace. Uh, MTV is bringing back Celebrity Deathmatch. MTV Studios has announced that uh, the reimagined show will return in 2019 as a weekly series. Ice Cube is joining Celebrity Deathmatch as the star and executive producer. Uh, Celebrity Deathmatch 
uh, premiered in 1998 and ran until 2007. I did not realize that went until 2007. Look, all I know is that show existed, and like I know it used claymation, and that's pretty much all I know about the show. And that's about all you need to know. And they just had celebrities beat the shit out of each other in claymation form. So yeah, I never actually watched an episode. It's pretty entertaining. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna do in this next one. Uh, because it says reimagined. I hope they still do claymation, but that's probably way too expensive to do nowadays. Yeah, claymation would be the best way, though. Yeah, they'll probably do like uh, kind of like the Lego movie, probably, where it still looks like like Legos, but it looks like claymation type of thing. I'm guessing that's probably what they'll end up doing. Maybe do some stuff with like the frames, like so, like it's more stilted. Probably, yeah. Uh, this, this is kind of interesting. Uh, a group of independent music venues in Chicago have come together to protest the building of Lincoln Yards, a $5 billion new development in the city's north side, uh, which is set to include five new concert halls run by Live Nation. In a press release, uh, the newly formed Chicago Independent Venue League said that they are, they have concerns about current urban development trends, uh, favoring taxpayer support, supported, uh, developments that leave out and disregard or even stifle smaller independent historic performance venues. Uh, I was at one of those, actually. It's called The Empty Bottle Yeah. when I went to the radio show, and that was one of the coolest fucking bars I've ever been to in my entire life. Uh, but yeah, that one and about five of the other ones in that area are banding together against Live Nation because Live Nation wants to revamp the entire area that those ones have been around for however, yeah. umpteen years. And, uh, yeah, they're going to build all these Live Nation venues and put in new giant complexes and stuff. Uh, but they say the venues feel that they should be included in the negotiations regarding the development. Uh, Co-chair Robert Gomez says we should be in those conversations. Everything's happening behind closed doors between the mayor and aldermen and uh, Lincoln Yards developers. Uh, this isn't an anti-Live Nation movement. This is, if you're going to alter the culture music scene in the city, we need to be in the conversation. And then uh, Mark Capiana of Live Nation recently addressed the concerns in the letter to Chicago's second ward. Uh, he says, we want uh, to be a great neighbor and always want to work with independent venues. At Lincoln Yards, our goal is to add, the scene, add to the scene and complement the established independent music venues. We have no interest in changing the vibe. You're already changing the vibe by doing all this stuff. I mean, so it's a thing. giant complex with four concert halls. Five, I mean, five. Yeah, like... yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that that is changing the whole vibe of the city right there. Is building those kind of things. Well, I mean, if it was like one, okay. Or if it was two, yeah. it's like, are right, you getting a little iffy? But that's five. And it, it, how I haven't looked into this or anything, but how just reading this one article sounds like. They're going to build these giant apartment complexes and giant venue-type things all around this area that doesn't need it. It's It's got its own heart of its own, and yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, uh, good for them for all joining together. I think it's five or six uh, little clubs and stuff around that area that are all joining together trying to figure out how to work together with Live Nation because Live Nation is a conglomerate with a lot of fucking money. $3 billion. Holy shit. Uh, that's all the news I got. You got anything? Uh yeah, I do have a a fun Ooh, little thing. Uh, so the proto men had like a, it was probably a joke response to okay because uh, it's been years since they dropped Act Two yeah out, a vinyl or I mean album, and uh, so Act Three has been on everybody's minds for a while. And they somebody had like responded to one of their like I'm assuming it was like Instagram or Twitter some one of those yeah. sites uh, to one of their posts like so once Act Three drop and they responded 
It was uh, 12, 13, 21. Was there, <laughs> it's possible it could be that long. Very possible, yeah. Are like, they they dropped like two yeah, three years from now, like two singles from Act Three, Wait, like a it, year and a half ago. It's so it, was that yesterday that they did this? I think it was either yesterday or I might have the date wrong. It was, if it was yesterday, I think it was 12, the thirteenth was yesterday. Yeah. So they're saying like three, three years, years from, from today. Yeah, <laughs> very exact. Which is possible. It's like very possible. Yes, and I hope they kind of stick to that. Actually, that'd be. I hope funny. they don't. I want like that. You want a very sooner, sooner, but that'd be kind of that'd be kind of funny if they did stick that. Yeah, yeah. Is that the that's the vinyl that you got? The uh, act yeah, two, right? I have Act Two. I don't have Act One. They did an awesome job with that yeah. vinyl release there. Yeah, that was that's cool. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. So we'll see in three years. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go on the weekly theme. Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is Western songs. Uh, take that as you might. I don't know. It could be country western. It could be western songs. Could be however we decide to, or it could be songs about cowboys, and that's it. Mostly, it was last week. You're like, we've done enough Christmas stuff. Screw Christmas. We're done with Christmas. So western songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fairly simple. I don't know. Did you think so? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We ended on a high note and closed on a high note, which I'm excited about. Oh yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. I'll let you start it out, bud. So I decided to start us off with a, a tune that a lot of people have probably heard before. This is uh, Ennio Morricone's Ecstasy of Gold, used in, I want to say the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. You but are I, correct. Good, the Bad, and the yeah. Ugly. All so right. yeah, this is Ecstasy of Gold. gotta be the one of the best soundtracks ever it yeah. really does uh so i started on mine out with uh the west but not actually the west i'm talking about california so i went with uh the kings of leon california waiting Come on, 
what you got? Nah, I just like if I thought of like just doing stuff that relates to the West, I could uh, I just came up with like at least another one or two. Yeah, yeah. But I, I won't bring them up because they could be on your list. When you when you first said Western songs or whatever, I was like, ooh, that could that could venture out into that way. But also, yeah. I I go back into oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So my next one is a cover of a song that I'm pretty sure I had like the original version on a, pr- a previous yep. episode. But this is a uh, Big Iron, which has been actually covered by a great many artists. Yes. Uh, But this one is from Johnny Cash. So here's Big Iron from Johnny Cash. It was early in the morning when he rode into the town. He came riding from the south side, slowly looking all around. He's an outlaw, loose and running, came the whisper from each lip. And he's here to do some business with the big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. In this town there lived an outlaw by the name of Texas Red. Many men had tried to take him and that many men were dead. He was vicious and a killer the youth of 24 and the notches on his pistol numbered one and 19 more one and 19 more now the stranger started talking made it plain to folks around oh that's so good yeah yeah, I like this comment on here. It says, uh, this one brings on a much more darker tone as if the Ranger was an actual danger. Marty Robbins' version made it, made it sound like the Ranger was sure to win no matter what, but this one makes it sound like he could die. I know, yeah. I, know, I like the uh, original one just because that's the one that played in New Vegas all the time. I mean, yes, it's a great song too, but <laughs> yeah, I like how just like how singing yeah. it, uh, the tone can change the feel of the entire song. Yeah, I like that. Uh, my next one is by Mr. Jerry Jeff Walker. Called Pissing in the Wind. I just had to have some sort of country twang type of song on here, so I enjoy this one quite a bit. But all he wants to know is who in the hell is paying for this call. Oh, pissing in the wind. Betting on a losing friend. Making the same mistakes, we swear. Jerry Jeff, you're great. <laughs> what you got? So my next one is uh, from Volbeat. Um, I don't know. I'm sure I've had them on the show before, but I I haven't gone around to, like I always plan on like listening to like one of their newer albums, they but I never a get around huge to it. Following, they're like uh, anybody who listens to a lot of 93X, they have a huge following. And, like mm-hmm. I, that used to be like when I had like an older phone, like I just like and I didn't have a whole lot of uh, music on. Like I that used to be like one of my uh, lists I put on when I mowed the lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, yeah, I never even knew this band existed until, I think, last year, beginning of last year or something like that, and all of a sudden Volbeat was being played all the time, and I'm like, who the f- <laughs> what? Huh? Never, yeah. Yeah, no, I've been listening to them for quite a few years. 
But yeah, this is uh, one of my favorite songs from them. This is uh, Lonesome Rider from Volvebeat featuring Sarah Blackwood. Do you know anything about the Blackwood? I don't know anything about her. Uh, I, I like, as far as the song goes, I like to think of it as more of a ghost story. Okay. As, like as far as like the story it tells of a person like going to war and actually dying and that being the reason he never makes it home. Oh, okay. And then like reuniting at the end. But it might not be a ghost or it might just be like he actually does make it back. And, if, <laughs> and like the Reaper just returned him home anyways. Oh, okay. But yeah, this is a Lonesome Rider from Volbeat featuring Sarah Blackwood. Yeah, as soon as they're singing there, I'm like, oh, I totally recognize that now. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Hell yeah. Full beat's kind of fun. Uh, my next one is way out of left field here. Uh, I was thinking West, West, yeah, West, Western song, country songs. How about West End Girls by the Pet Shop That's Boys? the one I was thinking of. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll just fit it in with the West theme here. So there you go, yeah. West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys. I've ever listened to another Pet Shop Boys song before, actually. I could not name a single other one. I just they have the album cover here, and I was just thinking I should download that and see, see what the rest <laughs> of that album actually sounds like because that's a weird freaking song. All right, it's, a, it's a good one though. It's a good one. So I decided to uh, well, like I think I, I came up with like one of the reasons I came up with it. There's a couple of ones for the topic was uh, I had been playing uh, some Red Dead Redemption too. And so I decided, you know, let's go with a song like that was inspired by Red Dead Redemption, the first one, produ- created by uh, Miracle of Sound on YouTube, who does a lot of video game uh, songs on his channel. And this one is that he uh, did a remastered version uh, for 2018 before Red Dead Redemption 2 came out called Redemption Blues. Uh, he also did a newer one for Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption 2, the new one, but... Uh, and it was also really good, but I decided to just go with the 2018 one. So here's Red Redemption Blues 2018 version. And can truly outlast all the best. 
mistakes of his past There's no haven here for me That's safe from my memories But when your borrowed time is through I'll be with you Hard to find a place to stop in some of those. Yeah, it the is. Middle of the thing. Nice. Uh, no, that is, yeah, and like uh, the music video that he uses for that one, like pulls a bunch of clips from that yep. other one. I always make me sad when I see this video, just because <laughs> uh, I I feel I can finish, I can ruin the, a little bit of a story for a game that's over six years old right, at this right, point. Right. So like Red Dead Redemption, like you play as John Marston, and he fucking dies at the end. Oh, does he? Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, Spoiler. The Pinkertons Jesus. show up with a <laughs> like basically like a small army at his like ranch after he after he did all the dirty work for them, and uh, because they they had one last uh, member of the gang to round up, and that's him. So after that, after sending him out to kill the rest of the gang. So I take it you aren't James Marsden then. You are James Marsden in the in this final shootout. In this new he's, one I'm talking no, about. No, no, uh he shows up. Uh he he's more part of your gang. He's you start out playing as a different character oh. in a prequel. Oh, okay. All right. No, all but right. like uh like as part you see the gang that he was a member of before, like they went their separate ways. Hmm. But like in this and like basically John Marston sends his uh, wife and his son out the back door and he faces the Pinkertons to get shot. Why didn't they make it so you're the son in the future? Because in it was already because I think uh, that one was set like already after 1905. Oh, okay, so it would have been yeah. Like right. Red Red Dead Redemption Two is already like it's uh, as a prequel. And it's still the end of the Western okay. era. Okay, I didn't era. realize it was that. Late and the story in the is all area. lamenting like okay. the lot like for the gangsters like that loss of an age. I mean, I guess they could do the son's adventure in the 1920s or something. Like though. they had like a little be... bit like where you could you got your revenge basically. Okay, all right. Huh. Uh, my next one is by Mr. Tom Waits, who I finally watched Buster Scruggs. And uh, that was the best the best video in the <laughs> entire thing. That was another reason why we chose Western, because he yeah. just finished watching Buster Scruggs. Uh, but yeah, the Tom Waits uh, little vignette was probably my all-time favorite one. Oh, so good. So might as well just play Going Out West by Mr. Tom Waits. Here we go.
Mano Karate. <laughs> God, I fucking love that man. All right, what you got for your last one? So Will Smith has been in a lot of good movies, but he's also been movies, in yes. a lot of bad ones. Yes, that is true too. Now, <laughs> I, if I'm fa- I'm fairly certain his worst film ever was actually After Earth, as far as like Ooh, bi- yeah, that's as a bad the, one. the return that's from the, the return it made on its money. I fairly certain yeah, it was sure very that one M Night Shyamalan too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that was like the, that. That one did not go very well for M. anybody. And M-, M Night had a terrible run there too with that Airbender movie that he did as well. Yeah, oof, oof. yeah. He kind of lost his ability to like make creative <laughs> stories. Uh, but there was another one that uh, Will Smith was in that had a giant mechanical spider <laughs> set in the Wild West, or perhaps the Wild well, Wild, wild West. West. So this is uh, the song for the movie. I was going to say, do you remember uh, who played the bad guy in Wild Wild West? Because I know Chris Chris Klein and him were the two good guys, and then Selma Hayek was in there as well. And I was trying to remember who played the big I bad in there. I can't remember. Uh, like I, I just listened to a podcast about the about the movie and how terrible it was. I'll try and look it up while we play Wild Wild West by Will Smith. Yeah, this is a uh, Wild Wild West. having the VHS and that music video would pop up at the end of the credits or whatever. Yeah. I'd fucking listen to that all the fucking time. Like I actually like when I had listened to it for to get ready for the show, like it did not sound at all like I remembered it. Yeah, yeah, same. Same. I, th- I thought there was like some different parts in there. I thought was there I thought there was a Y Y Y P O Y P A Y. I thought so too. But that's in a completely different song, isn't it? It might be. I could have sworn it was in this one. I don't know. Um, Maybe I somehow missed it, like I was when I was jumping back and forth through it trying to find that. The part. big bad from Wild Wild West was uh, Kenneth Branagh or Branoff. Uh He was in the new uh, Murder on the Orient Express. He played the new uh, the detective guy oh, yeah. on there, and uh, he was also in Dern- Dunkirk, and he played the Commander Bolton on there as well. Otherwise, I don't really recognize a lot of the other stuff. I remember, his, I recognize his name. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him in movies before. Like, yeah, that that one I recognize for sure yeah. from Dunkirk. But otherwise, yeah, he's. I thought it was. I thought it was like uh, that Clancy guy. He has. I can't remember right now. And by the way, that Wild West song was uh was wasn't just Will Smith. It was also Drew Hill and Cool Modi. Yeah, Drew Hill was in there. That's for I don't. Sure. I don't. Never heard of those two. The uh. No, yeah, that, he had a slew of weird the Men in Black song. He did that one too. And oh, then they also he was also Willennium, his fucking album Willennium that came out in nineteen. Oh, you're talking about like Will Smith, Will Smith in yeah. general, yeah, the ones that he. did. I really did like the Men in Black song. Well, I mean the first one. Yes, yes, and that was a great movie too. The second one was good too. The third one's actually really good too. Uh, I think the new one has uh, Helmsworth in it. Helmsworth. Yeah, it's Men in Black 
international. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has yeah. Helmsworth and also has. I can't remember. The is it the girl, girl who is. plays Valkyrie? I think it might be. Might be. I, I I recognize her face, but I couldn't tell you who she is right now. But yeah, I think I, it was. It'll be fun. Though. Which would be funny because that'd be two people from Ragnar- Thor Ragnarok. So. Oh, that girl you're talking. Okay, okay. I yeah, think that's I think who that's it was. who it is. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. And, and like I know, like and Chris Helmsworth is really good at his like comedic roles. He is amazing at his comedic roles. That is for damn sure. Oh, that's been good. All right, uh, back to the theme. Yeah. Uh, my final song is also from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. It is called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And uh, I found this awesome live one by the Danish National Symphony Orchestra that came out February 1st this year. And it's flipping amazing. If you go and search for it on the YouTubes, it's really freaking good. So uh, here you go, live this year. And then there's still four minutes left of that, so uh, go go watch that. That's now, actually the uh, the good, the bad, the ugly movie. That's actually the one of the three I've never seen all the way through. Really? Because well, I had I picked lo- up I picked up the trilogy through. on DVD one day, and I sat in the living room at like the old old place, the one that was like packed with people, mm-hmm. and I put it. I just started watching them, and like every, eventually, like people started joining me, watching them on the couch. And I wa- and like just watched the two. It was, they were very long movies. Mm-hmm. The first one was really good. Uh, I think that was. Uh, I think I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, good about a fistful of dollars. A fistful of dollars was the first. One. No, 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 no. They're counted as like a trilogy. They, yeah, they're well, counted as the uh, Western trilogy. No, no, but, but they're treated as like, uh, like the man with no name trilogy or something like that. Oh, okay. Because like the garb he picks up throughout a fistful the fistful of dollars, few few dollars more in the good, the bad, and the ugly. The the garb that Clint Eastwood picks up throughout the good, the bad, and the ugly is actually his outfit for the other yeah, two films. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's a connection there. But like they, it's not like explicit. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like part of a theme. Like I really like the first one, which is a lot like a. It was a based on like a, a Japanese samurai story, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, which was kind of forgettable, had a lot of revenge, but and long sequences of nothing happening. And then the good, the, the bad, the ugly. I fi- when I finally sat down to watch that on DVD. Now I've had a lot of bad luck with DVDs in my life, <laughs> and this is one of those cases where I got partway through and then it just stopped playing. Oh no! I could never get it to play oh, again. Oh no! And I was like, "Well, 
I spent twenty dollars on that. I'm not spending another twenty dollars. <laughs> I guess I don't see the rest of that. Oh no! And it's like I can watch it on. I think it's on Netflix right now. I don't know if anymore, but yeah, it was on there for the longest time. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> it's a really good movie. I recommend watching it. It's in. It's it's wild. It's so good. But uh, yeah, that hearing the wah wah wah, I didn't realize it was a lady saying that, and then the, the harmonica <laughs> going with her, and then yeah, there's so many layers to that song. Like this orchestra is freaking huge at this point, and then there's this lady that comes in the back balcony and starts singing the last part of the song. It's really cool. I'd recommend watching that. So yeah, that was our theme on Western songs, and that was a pretty good theme. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's close the show up. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... Our well, it's, uh, it's a rough one. I mean, it's, it's our one. end of the year bonanza for the 2018. End. Yes, it is. Uh, our, do we do five or ten? I can't remember. We do ten. We each. do ten. Holy crap. So we will give you ten of our favorite albums from 2018. Uh, I think I got five in my head at the moment right now. I don't know. Like I'm pretty sure I can pull it through together my list. I got a couple more I want to try to listen to just to see if they'll okay. make the list. And uh, we can also do like songs, right? Instead of just uh, albums. Like yeah, if they if only brought an EP out this year. Yeah, you could drop that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So the next the the show the theme for our next show will be our top ten of the year. Uh, we do it every single year, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, we usually get some. We might be the same on a couple songs, but otherwise, yeah, we we get pretty good there. I think this one comes out on like what the third of January, something like that. Yeah. Yep, pretty close there. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave, go like us on Facebook at Blinded Suez or follow us on Twitter at Blinded Score Ninja. Flake Destroyer Department of Defense is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at blindedsuez.com slash live. This show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website blindedsuez.com, where you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. Uh, if you just can't get enough Soundwave or Blind News Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Thank you to our Patreoners. Uh, also, if you're doing your shopping on Amazon, because we know you will, it's the Christmas season, uh, go to our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom of the page. Uh, click on it, and it takes it there. Once you do all your shopping on Amazon and check out, Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. It's really cool. Do it. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindestudios.com, or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks. <laughs> Thank you.